And we are back with that Yeah Coach podcast where we encourage you to take action in life through the testimonies of other people. And I have a good friend, good dear friend that I've known for the past couple of months, almost, almost a half a year now. Um, and we've grown together not only as co-workers, but as individuals, um, able to see each other grow. My friend, we, her and I and a couple others helped open the third location of Orange Theory Fitness here in Lexington, Kentucky. She's been in the fitness industry for such a long time now. She's always had this physique. And she she actually got her master's in uh, marketing, undergrad in kinesiology and exercise science with a minor in psychology. I welcome the coach Jenna. How you doing today, Coach Jenna? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good, doing good. I want to say thank you for your time of coming on here and, and giving your story and giving your testimony. Thank you for um, having me. Honestly, it was just, this is, this is going to be a really good conversation. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready for it. Um, so, first question. What did you eat for breakfast this morning? Okay, let me think. <laughs> I have a few different things I rotate. So, today I think it was oatmeal, plain oatmeal, and egg whites. I had um, like nine tablespoons of egg whites, powdered peanut butter in the oatmeal, and then cinnamon in the oatmeal, and then I mix it all up. Not with the egg whites in it. <laughs> Those are separate. But yeah. Do you use the PB Fit? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I love a good it. one. I love it. Do you it. do the regular one or the chocolate PB Fit? I do both. Oh. I, I keep both. They're my favorites. Okay. Um, have you always eaten that? You you say you rotate it. What do you rotate it between? Um, I either do that or I do banana pancakes. Um, like it's a banana, egg whites, one real egg. Then I always put peanut butter on top of everything. I ever do. PB Fit lately. I absolutely love peanut butter. Yes. Um, so how do you cook? Cook? Like is this a recipe that you know? The you, banana you pancakes. Or like is it a family home recipe? You just like. I found this off of YouTube. I think I saw someone do it. And at first I was like, that is so gross. I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> like, because it, it's literally just a banana, eggs, and then you mix it together and put it on the skillet. Mm-hmm. But I tried it and it, it's good. I don't know. It's pretty good. Tastes, you don't really think about it whenever, it, like, you're eating it. So. I never, I mean, I've had some, some good stuff, but I, I've tried putting bananas on it before I, I couldn't really get into it but I can see the concept like I hmm so how did you what made you want to be like all right what's a good what's a good recipe for it like is it just because your fitness industry you want to be in that or like how did why why do you want to eat it eat like that mm-hmm. um it was fitness it was um some fitness influencer they all run together because I stay on that side of YouTube but um for God I just was like you know what I'll try it I only had I needed to go grocery shopping, and I only have bananas and eggs. So I was like, you know what? We'll try it. It was okay. good. It's low-calorie. Okay. Got yeah. a lot of protein in there. Do you usually stick to low-calorie when you eat? No. You, you like to eat. Yeah, I like to eat. I cycle through. Um, right now I'm in kind of a cut, but yeah. I. What's your favorite thing to eat in the morning? Favorite thing to eat in the morning? Those banana pancakes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, with the peanut butter on them too? Yeah. Man, that sounds good. Oh, I'm hungry now. I want to eat. Oh. But if it's not that, it would be biscuits and gravy. <laughs> oh, so what kind of biscuits and gravy? You like the sausage in the gravy? Dairy Queen. Dairy, Dairy Queens? Queen, yeah. I don't Ooh. know if you ever had that. Or McDonald's. You like, oh, they, they're both really, really good. Uh, I don't eat them as much anymore because I just try to, I try to watch what I eat. 
and like the food that's in it. I try not to eat as much sausage, mm -hmm. but when I did eat it, I would get two. I get a double order. Yeah. Uh, from Dairy Queen. Oh, from McDonald's. McDonald's. But I, I would go to McDonald's because it's sometimes faster than Dairy Queen. I never really thought about Dairy Queen in the morning. It was like McDonald's. Yeah, it's my go-to, especially growing up. Yeah. But um, I haven't had it probably in years. Yeah, that's like my, like I'll have it on my birthday. Like special birthday gift. Oh, yeah? I love it. Yes. <laughs> um. So moving on, you said you have your master's in marketing. Yes. And then you have your undergrad in what was it? Kinesiology, kinesiology and exercise, exercise science. science. Yes. What like, what made you want to pursue that? Like that combination. Yeah. Together. Is that what you went into college with? Um, going into college, I did not know exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I came in as ISC. It's Integrated Strategic Communications. It's kind of in the ballpark of marketing, um, but I didn't love it. Um, so. After my first semester of college, my roommate was like, you really love fitness. Like, that's your thing. You know, you can major in that. Like, you can be a kinesiology major. And I had no clue. I truly, like, never, like, saw it as an option. Didn't really know about it. And I switched it, and I fell in love and got really involved in um, all the campus recreation all that stuff. And um, I was actually, like, a ambassador for the major I was in. So I really loved it, and it was, I, it was my favorite. I couldn't see myself as a different undergrad major. I'm happy I got to learn. So what what part of it made you love it? I, I want to say everything, but I can't say everything. Just, just overall learning everything about the body was so interesting to me. Because fitness was my passion, but knowing more and more how to make it more optimal. And I, I don't know. I just, every day it was like I was learning stuff that I could apply especially as a trainer and uh so like the application process yeah, the of application. it not just like knowing how the body moves but <clears throat> but knowing why the body moves that way yes that yeah interesting how do you use that today now like let them know what field you're in what you're doing what what is coach jenna doing at the moment where are you and how are you using it today See, Whether that be in you, with your personal life or with your job? Um, I'd say my job. I'd say you use it a lot in your job. I would say a lot of the things that I – I've learned a lot about rest. Like going into the kinesiology major, I knew nothing about – you need to take rest days. Your body needs to recover. You can't just like beat it down all the time and expect to, you know, build muscle or just stuff like that. And I think um, – learning physiologically how your body responds to stress, um, being able to use that in my training and in other people's training. I don't know. So. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. <coughs> so you're able to see that physiological change in knowledge about it and knowing how the body works. But you also got what, a minor in psychology yes. too. So. Psych psychologically wise too you, did you see the benefits or how the brain is structured as it as fitness affects the body and the brain yes yes and I think that was a big thing why I fell in love with the major um was because of the effects it has on mental health um mm. and not even just overall health just how your quality of life fitness isn't I mean it's you can have fun with doing it but it's also for your health and wellness and 
in what ways would it help? Like for the people that may not know, because like we're in the fitness industry, there's maybe listeners out there like, oh, in what ways? So like what ways, like just a couple, two or three that you would, reasons why you would suggest getting into a fitness routine. It improves your sleep. It improves confidence a lot. Um, let's see. Bone density, uh, live longer, um, just showing up the best version of you in the world. Um, and also having a place to look forward to because, you know, we can get so caught up in work and especially if you don't enjoy your work, um, having that place to go and not everybody's going to love it. Not everybody loves, you know, weightlifting or anything. It's about finding what works for you and having that to look forward to and having a place where even if it's for 30 minutes, you can be like, I'm doing this for me. And I think that builds confidence too. So yeah, there's a time. lot of different I think the effects psychologically are incredible. Man. And yeah. what we do. Get started with that fitness journey. Man, keep it going, guys. Those are just a couple of the reasons. That's just the top it, of the mountain. There's so um, many. Wow. So how so going from going from your freshman year, then your first semester getting into that fitness industry and going all the way through now what um who you're being interested in that fitness industry what made you so interested like were there certain influences in your life whether it be your parents your family um or experiences that you went through that was like i like this maybe it was oh, a wow. high school friend or a significant other that's like hey you're good at this why don't you try it like yeah. what overall the question i'm asking what experience or person in your life triggered you to want to get more interested in the physique and fitness? Oh, wow. Um, well, growing up, I always was on the go. Um, from a young age, I learned how to run before I learned how to walk. I wanted to move. I was always trying to uh, even teach people how to move. Like the movements that I knew at I, like four years old, I would try to be like, let's do this. Um, but I think what really got me into it, I was a dancer growing up. Um, so I would say my dance teacher, um, she was a big influence on it. Um, cause I thought she was so creative and it was just such a fun job, like teaching people. Cause I knew how it made me feel. It made me feel great going in there and moving. Um, so I'll, I think that was a big push into the direction I went into. And I always felt really like knowing I'm in control of what I'm doing right now. Like, this is how I can express myself. Um, this is how I can bring effort and make change in my own body. Mm. I always felt like that was empowering. I don't know if that makes sense. But no, it does. I wanted to teach my friends whenever I was in grade school, like how, I would look up exercises whenever I, as soon as I got on YouTube and I would begin teaching people or like trying to teach my mom or stuff like that. I don't know. It was just always something I was interested in. And it was always accessible to me. Always, you know, uh, the power of YouTube and the internet. And my mom had little DVDs. I would pop them in, and I would keep doing them over and over again. It was always something that I, I, I don't know. It made me feel good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds like it. Like, and when you when it works, you just run with it. Yeah. You just gotta be like, this interests me. Yeah. And I just, just want to go with. It. I like that, because some sometimes we don't. Sometimes like it's interesting, but it's also scary to try something new. This right now, the situation that I'm in, I'm comfortable with 
but I'm comfortable with failing because it's a familiar failure. Mm-hmm. And they would rather stick with that. But this right here, Coach Jenna, is that testimony of just try something. Take that jump. Make that leap. It's not always bad. And if it if it is bad, it's not bad for long. Yeah. You make that next leap. Man. Oh, okay, I got a little brain teaser. Going okay. on veer off from the story a little bit. Ready for it. Um here we go. So the question is, are you who you are because of what you do, or do you do what you do because of who you are? I do what I do because of who I am. Well, that was quick. You knew that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is definitely. that? Um, I believe what you do does not make you who you are. I think you are, you just are. You, um, you're a being, and I don't know how to explain that, but you have special things and new passions, purposes instilled in you, and you can do those things. Um, where am I going with this? But We said you can do what you do because of who you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, do what I do because of who I am. I think the things that I have inside of me are why I do what I do. I want to see other people succeed. I want to see other people do feel good about themselves, and that's mm-hmm. why I do what I do. And then I like to work out. I like to move and all that stuff because it makes me happy. So I like that. It's kind of like I heard it one time. The best, like what, as soon as you said that, you said that explanation, what popped into my head was like this saying that was, I am not a personal trainer. I'm not a fitness influencer. I am Coach Jenna. And a personal trainer is a byproduct of what I am. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make me who I am. Yeah. I do what I do because of who I am. That's me. And those things are just byproducts of those. Huh. Because sometimes if you do think about it the other way, I, I, what was the first? I am. I do what I do because of who I am. Or are you who you are because of what you do? It's not you, you are who you are because of what you do, because then you're establishing that entitlement that connection to the title of what you are and then you're something mm-hmm. as opposed to right now you're Neff or you're Jenna and the next thing is a byproduct because you, you get that the primary personality the primary characteristic it's you mm-hmm. and then these other things just kind of veer off into other parts of you as opposed to other way around yeah, that's so good personal trainers dietitian nutrition doesn't lead to who you are those things lead to, to uh, you lead to those things. That's so true. That's very true. Well, you have to think about it like an athlete. Like, if you're a professional athlete and um, that makes you who you are, if you get injured one day or if you just can't play, who are you? Well, you know, you can't, like, base yourself off of that. You can't identify with something because you can't really change. If being a fitness professional made me who I was and only that, then that leaves out a sister, a daughter, you know, all of those things. So I think to be a whole person, you need to have balance um, to show up as the best fitness coach you can be. So I don't know. Wow. <laughs> that was, that was a, a, like an unworldly explanation. That was very good. My goodness. I'm going to take that with me. <laughs> oh, my. They help me understand the mind psychologically with that minor. <laughs> um, even better wow okay. also if you are if you think about it like if you are what you do well if you think that you know if you have negative thoughts and you're like 
well, I'm lazy. I'm not that. If you define yourself like that, that doesn't give you a lot of room to change. Mm-hmm. Like you have to think I'm Jenna and then I'm, I'm this. Right. Um, so I don't know if that makes sense, but. No, no, it does. It's, it's very important what you identify as. And I think being you and following what you feel like you are put on this earth to do is more important than identifying as I'm a student. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's kind of why I have, why we do what we do right now. Uh, whether it be yeah, coach or what we're, we're doing, it's our why. Yeah. It's our root. The why is like the foundation of the house. Yeah. So, or, or in this particular instance, this room that we're in right now, our why is our is the concrete, is the floor beneath us. Mm-hmm. Our our passion or what we do with our why is everything above. Yeah. So the earth or the concrete is that, that why, and we can change the floor, we can change the bikes that are in here, we can change the mics that we're using, but our the result the goal is still there. The why is still there. Like you yeah. can change your your passion. You can change what you're doing. You just don't want to get it too far from what you've been doing. But you can overall. I think I went a little too long on the explanation for that. But that why never changes. Yeah. That why is your character. It's who Coach Neff mm-hmm. or who Coach Jenna is. What we do with that is a byproduct of that, and that can change. But if we're defining our self-worth by what we are, then we've made what we are that primary and ourselves secondary. Yeah. Wow. And that's not good because you're always going to be striving for more. Right. Like if you're you are trying have, to catch that next prize. Because really, if you define yourself off of what you succeed or who you are, like who you are based off of your profession or anything like that, you can always be a better um, personal trainer. You can always be something like that. But who you are and what you want out of the world and what you want to bring forth, that doesn't change in your purpose and your why. So. Okay. I don't know. So this leads me to your next question now. You ready? Yeah. Coach Jenna, what is your why? If you had to put it in words into a one or two sentence sentence, what would you say that your why is? Why are you on this earth? It's okay if you don't know it. It's okay if you of, need to, need a minute to think. We have nothing but time. I need a second. You're fine. See, I know why I do what I do, but I'm trying to think of the best explanation. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is to explain and to have to put it into words because we may understand it, mm-hmm. but now you're being asked and being forced to, all right, now, how do how do the listeners right now, how would they put their why together? And getting stumped is not abnormal. Like, everyone's going to get stumped. It may take you a couple minutes. It may take you an hour. It may take you a couple days. It could take years. But everyone has a why. They just need to know what it is and how they can bring it out. So Let's think see. about that for a minute. I'm thinking about it. Let's yeah. see. I'm- At- as you think about it, if it pops up in the next couple of questions, okay. that's okay. We'll, go, we'll move on a little bit from it, but just have that what is my why in the back of the head, okay? okay gotcha. Um, our next question is, oh, let's see. Oh, what made you want to take that jump to OTF? The jump like, to OTF? Yeah. I remember walking in and I was like, okay, all right, I wanted to start. And I wasn't even through my, I wasn't even through my NASM training yet. And 
I was like halfway through. And they were like, all right, come on Monday, let's do it. I was like, oh, shoot. So for me, I passed my NASM certification and then passed my OTF test like the next day. Um, how did your experience go with that? Because I feel like you were already doing some classes or in the fitness industry long before I was. Um, I was mainly a dance, dance, um, dance fitness. I taught a few strength classes, a few cardio classes, <coughs> but I mainly stayed at that. Um, I definitely wanted to keep instructing, and I did not pick up any classes at UK. Um, they don't let you your first month of grad school. Um, so I was looking for a fitness instructing jobs, so I definitely did not want to give that up because that's my passion. Um, and then I saw OTF, and I was like, I'll just put it in there. I'll see what happens. I'd never taken a class before, and then I came in, I fell in love, and I was dead set. I was like, I want to be a coach. Like, this is definitely going to challenge me as a professional. And also, the energy in the studio was just like, you could tell that everyone that was there was so happy. And and seeing results. And I was seeing change in myself, too, in the classes. And I could feel myself shifting. And I was like, whoa, this is something big. This is something that you can really change lives with. And I think that's what we aim to do every day. It's, it's great. So fell in love with it. Heck, yeah. Fell in love with OTF fell right from the it. jump. So <clears throat> with that, then, why, because I heard it as you were speaking, why do you fall in love? Why do you, why do you like group fitness as opposed to one-on-ones? Is this because you're coming from dance? You have more experience with groups? You felt more comfortable? Um, I'm slowly getting into one-on-one. I don't know how. I like groups, and I went into groups first because I think it was as a dancer. Uh, my first thing I wanted to be was a dance fitness instructor, so... That's kind of what got me in front of the crowd. And I've, I was kind of used to being in front of a crowd. Wasn't used to talking in front of a crowd, so that was kind of an adjustment. But um, I think it just slowly happened. And I remember I grew up in a small town, and we had we didn't have a lot, but we did have a group fitness instructor. And we had Zumba classes. And I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever been to in my whole life. And I was like, that's what I want to do, like seeing her do that. So um, whenever I got to school, and they had an opportunity to be a dance instructor at UK, I was like, that's it, that's it. And so that's kind of what got me into it. And um, I know how even in high school, whenever I took that class, even in very young, my first Zumba class, it was like, this is changing my life. And I could tell everyone was so happy. And even my mom, she wasn't always um, big into the gym. She was active, but she... um, she would come home from these classes and be just like so happy and you could tell that her and her friends would go and it was just a social event and I think it always made fitness fun for me so I always loved the group and the community um I always thought it was just powerful that that just brings me back to why we're doing this here like I 100% truly believe that you don't dig deep down and find courage to go and do or try or continue to do things Courage comes from those around us. Mm-hmm. It's the support that we get, the, the enthusiasm of accomplishing that next thing with someone or knowing that you're not alone in it. That's why we're doing this. And the fact that your mom got that encouragement, got that, that enthusiasm coming home from those classes, yeah. like that just speaks volumes. It really does. And the fact that you wanted to do that as well. You wanted to be that group fitness instructor at the start, and then now 
you're shifting where you are. Like, this is a very cliche question again, but did you see yourself, we're going to time frame it a little more condensed. Did you see yourself where you are today two years ago? Didn't know the plan. Didn't know that it would happen like this, but I'm very happy it did. Has it, is it moving faster than you expected or? Um, yeah, I, two years ago I saw myself, um, I thought I wanted to do physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought I would be in physical therapy school right now, but I never, I knew I wanted to fitness instruct my entire life. So being where I am now and knowing that I can do this every day of my life, it just gives me so much energy and so much, like I always tell my mom, I'm like, I don't feel like I'm working. I feel like this is like, uh, you know, it's like fun every day. So I think everything works out for a reason. And I think it, the path has been perfect to where I am. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm super excited. That leads to the final, well, one of the final questions here. Okay. Where is it going for you? So we understand a little bit more now about where Coach Jenna started, where you are now, you're at OTF, and you just graduated with your master's and and all of your things that you do now. (laughs) Um, Where are you going next? Like, what's that next step? Do you know your future? Are you excited? Let me hear a little bit. Oh, well, I'm a big daydreamer. I have a big imagination. Um, But I definitely want to keep instructing. Um, I don't see myself stopping that just because it, it just is my passion and the change that I make that we get to watch happen. Um, it's just so awesome and powerful. Um, I would like to maybe get into fitness marketing, some kind of marketing side of something. I'm not sure where it's going to go or what the time frame on that is, but one day I think Definitely something in marketing and business. I'm a big business. I love, always love business. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully one day. Mm. Yes. So, so one day you just want to try to get to that, that next step. Mm-hmm. That the next step for you looks like fitness marketing, mm-hmm. whether that be fitness marketing for yourself. Would you want to do that, or you want to be for a larger corporation first? I was thinking larger co- corporation, mm-hmm. or but for myself, or um, for other people, um, personal trainers. Oh, well, I might, I might have to reach yeah. out to you. I, I need to get my social media game up, man. It's, it's just help. fun to me. It's, it's not even. That's, I don't know. I, I feel like marketing is fun. Yeah, I gotta get your prices now. Hold on, I, I gotta get this. We gotta get this going, man. I gotta get clients. I get these classes filled. Um, so that's almost that last question. Our real last question, I guess, besides what is your wife, um, is going to be for the people listening. We're here to encourage people to take action. Now, there are people that may be listening that may not know you, um, may not know you personally, even after hearing this story. They're still not. They, they need that little push. What is something that you would recommend to someone thinking about getting into the fitness industry, whether that be a coach, a dance instructor, a fitness instructor, like, or just want to start the fitness journey? What would you tell them with, their, with the fears that they may have? If you feel fear, do it. If you feel fear, just trust that everything's going to be okay and go for it. 
Because you can have faith and no trust and nothing will happen. If you, ha if you know that it's possible, you have to trust that it will come to you. So if you feel fear, go for it. That's a good, and it's natural to feel fear, but just working past that and trusting, everything's gonna work out. Everything's gonna be good and work up to your advantage. It's just a deep trust, like no. It's more than trust, it's faith. Faith. Wow. Definitely. Yeah, that one step, that one step further in my opinion to trust is faith. Mm -hmm. It's trusting something or someone is one thing. Having faith in that thing is more like a deep internal feeling that, that you just know. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Woo. You have faith, you just got to go for it. What a wonderful conversation. Thank you, Coach Jenna. Now, I know you may not have that answer, but we're going to go back to it right before we end. I'm going to try to think. Um, no, you're fine. You're fine. But think about it. If you had to put it in words, what is your why? I feel like I have a purpose. I just feel like that's my why. I feel like my purpose is to spread as much love and encourage as many people as I can. Um, and also be an inspiration. I think the way that you live your life um, should inspire others and show them like, hey, you can do this. Like, we're all in this together and I think everybody is has capability to do whatever they want to do. You just got to trust and have faith and all that. So, wow. yeah, I don't know if that's, that doesn't hit all of my life, but I guess overall, it's like just knowing your purpose and going for it. Well, <laughs> wow. Thank you. That was that was a that was a great testimony. My goodness, got to pick your brain on some little things. Even got a little brain teaser. We'll have to do that. this again. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to do this again. We gotta have you back on. Um, but that's gonna conclude this episode of Yeah, Coach. You know how we all have to end it. Coach Jenna doesn't know yet. She's about to find out. We have to end it with a big, loud Yeah, Coach. Now for this one, we can back away from the mics a little bit on that Yeah, Coach, because it's gonna pick up everything in that room, and we gotta <laughs> okay. say it like you're excited, like. You're excited. That I don't you just, know how this is gonna sound. You're good. You're good. You gotta say like you're excited that you like just got a new client, or that your class is full. It's got 42 people over at the fountains. Like okay. this is like a big thing. It's like a yeah, coach, but ten times louder. It's how we finish here. Okay. You got It's kind of like a kind of like together? a hell yeah. So you say hell yeah, like almost like you're doing like the, yeah, like the C A T S cats 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 like okay. yelling. Are you ready? Um, we're gonna do the count of three. One, two. Three. Yeah, yeah coach. <laughs> and that wraps it up for you all here today. Thank you all so much for listening. I'll see y'all next time. Thank you for having me. Have a good one. Thank Thanks. you, Jenna. Bye.